to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in the year. Today is day 95, and we begin with number 694, the symbols of the Holy Spirit. Water. The symbolism of water signifies the Holy Spirit's action in baptism, since after the invocation of the Holy Spirit, it becomes the efficacious sacramental sign of new birth. Just as the gestation of our first birth took place in water, so the water of baptism Baptism truly signifies that our birth into the divine life is given to us in the Holy Spirit. As by one spirit, we were all baptized, so we were also made to drink of one spirit. Thus the spirit is also personally the living water welling up from Christ crucified as it is as its source and welling up in us to eternal life. Anointing. The symbolism of anointing with oil also signifies the Holy Spirit to the point of becoming a synonym for the Holy Spirit. In Christian initiation, anointing is the sacramental sign of confirmation, called chrismation, in the churches of the East. Its full force can be grasped only in relation to the primary anointing accomplished by the Holy Spirit, that of Jesus. Christ, in Hebrew, Messiah, means the one anointed by God's Spirit. There there were several anointed ones of the Lord in the Old Covenant, preeminently King David. But Jesus is God's anointed in a unique way. The humanity the Son assumed was entirely anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit established him as Christ. The Virgin Mary conceived Christ by the Holy Spirit, who, through the angel, proclaimed him the Christ at his birth and prompted Simeon to come to the temple to see Christ of the Lord. The Spirit filled Christ, and the power of the Spirit went out from him in his acts of healing and saving. Finally, it was the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. Now, fully established as Christ in his humanity, victorious over death, Jesus pours out the Holy Spirit abundantly until the saints constitute, in their union with the humanity of the Son of God, that perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the whole Christ, in St. Augustine's expression. Fire. While water signifies birth, and and the fruitfulness of life given in the Holy Spirit, fire symbolizes the transforming energy of the Holy Spirit's actions. The prayer of the prophet Elijah, who arose like fire and whose word burned like a torch, brought down fire from heaven on the sacrifice on Mount Carmel. This event was a figure of the fire of the Holy Spirit who transforms what he touches. John the Baptist, who goes before the Lord in the Spirit and the power of Elijah, proclaims Christ as the one who will baptize you with Holy, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus will say of the Spirit, I came to cast fire upon the earth, and would, and would that it were already kindled. In the form of tongues as a fire, the Holy Spirit rests on the disciples on the morning of Pentecost and fills them with himself. The spiritual tradition has, retrain, has retained this symbolism of fire as one of the most expressive images of the Holy Spirit's actions. Do not quench the Spirit. Cloud and light. These two images occur together in the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. In the theophanies of the Old Testament, the cloud, now obscure, now luminous, reveals the living and saving God. While veiling the transcendence of the glory with Moses on Mount Sinai at the tent of the meeting, and during the wandering in the desert, and with Solomon at the dedication of the temple. In the Holy Spirit, Christ fulfills these figures. The Spirit comes upon the Virgin Mary and overshadows her, 
so that she might conceive and give birth to Jesus. On the mountain of, on the mountain of transfiguration, the Spirit in the cloud came and overshadowed Jesus, Moses, Elijah, Peter, James, and John. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my Son, my Chosen. Listen to him. Finally, the cloud took Jesus out of the sight of the disciples on the day of his ascension and will reveal him as Son of Man in glory on the day of his final coming. The seal is a symbol close to that of anointing. The Father has set his seal on Christ and also seals us in him. Because this seal indicates the indelible effect of the anointing with the Holy Spirit in the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and holy orders, the image of the seal, sphragis, has been used in some theological traditions to express the indelible character imprinted by these three unrepeatable sacraments. The hand. Jesus heals the sick and blesses little children by laying hands on them. In his name, the apostles will do the same. Even more pointedly, it is by the apostles' imposition of hands that the Holy Spirit is given. The letter to the Hebrews lists the imposition of hands among the fundamental elements of its teaching. The church has kept the sign of the all-powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit in its sacramental epiclesis. The finger. It is by the finger of God that Jesus cast out demons. If God's law was written on tablets of stone by the finger of God, then the letter from Christ entrusted to the care of the apostles is written with the spirit of the living God not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. The hymn, Veni Creator Spiritus, invokes the Holy Spirit as the finger of the Father's right hand. The dove. At the end of the flood, whose symbolism refers to baptism, a dove released by Noah returns with a fresh olive tree branch in its beak as a sign that the earth was again habitable. When Christ comes up from the water of of his baptism, the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, comes down upon him and remains with him. The Spirit comes down and remains in the purified hearts of the baptized. In certain churches, the Eucharist Eucharist is reserved in a metal receptacle in the form of a dove, columbarium, suspended above the altar. Christian iconography traditionally uses a dove to suggest this Spirit. Father, Thanks, Bill. This section on the uh, the symbols of the spirit, pretty. I mean, for the most part, are pretty straightforward. But I think what it, uh, what they all kind of point to is is the fact that God's revealing Himself, right? There, notice that it's it's a sign of how we understand things, right? Right? God doesn't need this. God doesn't need to come in fire, or anointing, or water, or dove, or anything else, right? He's He's totally content without us. But, um, but we learn through through our senses, right? There's nothing you know that you did not learn through your senses, whether it is, even if it's reading, right? You still, that's still through sight. Uh, even when you create something that you haven't seen before, that's still using your senses. And then from there being able to, to do something great. So when it comes to God, we have to know through our senses. So he comes through our senses, through these symbols and ways in which we can understand. And we see in all of these symbols, certain, um, Certain trends, right? Water and fire, both destructive but also necessary for life, right? Purging away our sins while also uh, uh, growing us, and for lack of a better word, making us better. Things like the seal in which uh, things are permanent, right? God is faithful to us, uh, anointing would be the same way, but also a, a ability to guide, right? Light, cloud, hand, finger, all of these things are meant to be 
what God does in, in very quick ways, right? Ways we can easily understand that these symbols are meant for our sake, to be able to know him a little bit better and, and grasp him a little bit deeper because that's what God is, is, is trying to do throughout all of history is allow us to be as faithful to him as he is to us.